Hello and welcome to the Feck It Fun, Fabulous and Free Eating Disorder Recovery Podcast. I'm Helly and I'm here to provide regular bursts of information and inspiration, some neuroscience applicable to eating disorder recovery, perhaps a few rants, but otherwise lots of positivity with a bit of a Feck It attitude, some fun and a sprinkling of fabulousness to help everyone find freedom in recovery. Hi there. I'm Helly with the Feck It Fun, Fabulous and Free Eating Disorder Recovery Podcast. And today's episode is about applying, I know, wait for it, positivity. Yes, I did say positivity in relation to eating disorder recovery. And whether it helps to have good acting skills when you are in recovery. Now, I've already made some other episodes about neuroplasticity or what we call rewiring in eating disorder recovery. So have a listen to those if you haven't already. But in this episode, I want to talk about why being a good actor or actress in recovery can be very helpful, and why applying positivity and positive emotions to recovery really is important when taking on those new recovery behaviours and challenges that you need to be taking on every single day in your recovery journey. So when we think about the brain, one thing that makes the brain learn much faster than anything else is when strong emotions are attached to an event or a situation. And this is especially true of negative experiences or events because the brain needs to learn fast from dangerous and fear-based reactions and situations because that's a survival mechanism. It's quite important that our brain learns very quickly from negative experiences so that it doesn't face those again if it's something that could be dangerous to us. Obviously, the brain needs to know that something dangerous is dangerous so it can drive us to avoid it quickly in future or fight it off before it kills us. So yes, the brain will learn very quickly from negative and fear-based experiences but it will also learn more quickly from positive experiences than it does from neutral or just experiences that are just a bit, yeah, yeah, so-so. So if you can make recovery experiences positive, then your brain will learn more quickly that these recovery behaviours and situations you are facing are worth wiring in and remembering for the future. And it will do that more quickly with positive experiences than it will if you just sail through attempting recovery in a negative or a neutral state. Therefore, if you do want that lasting and happy recovery from an eating disorder, and I know that you do, it helps to find ways to make your brain notice the recovery-based actions you are putting in every single day, hopefully. Your brain needs to recognise those as positive and not just as situations that you are having to endure. And yes, I know that's not easy. If you are sitting down to a big burger and chips or something else that's terrifying you in your recovery, trying to put some positivity and happy emotions in there can be very hard when you might just be thinking that enduring the situation right now is possibly as positive as it's going to get. It's a big ask to make something feel more positive. I do understand, I know it's not easy. But ultimately you do have to ask the question, why would your brain register something 
as a good thing that's worthy of repetition, if when you're doing those things that you want to wire in as positive, you were acting in a way that was saying to your brain that this is terrifying and that you would prefer be fleeing from. Why will your brain wire in actions such as eating a fear food as something that's worth repeating when you've barely been tolerating it when you did do it? Unfortunately, in those situations, it's very possible that your brain is not going to wire in those situations as something worthy of repetition. And instead, what's more likely to happen is that once the enforcement to keep eating or resting or engaging in recovery behaviours is gone, it's very likely that without enforcement to keep doing those recovery-focused things, your brain is likely to not seek opportunities to repeat them in the future because they were never positive experiences and might even be likely to go back to seeking ways to avoid them again instead. Let me then apply this to a recovery situation. Let's say that tonight you are going to sit down with a big tub of Ben and Jerry's ice cream as you've decided that you are going to eat this ice cream tonight because it's something that you believe will be good for your recovery. But when you sit down with the ice cream, if you're doing so with terror, if you're shaking, crying, believing it to be wrong, and if you're focused on all the negative emotions within yourself as you sit there, or if you're just zoning out of the experience, just trying to get through it, then why the heck is your brain going to recognise eating Ben and Jerry's as an experience worth repeating? So yes, recovery involves repetition of recovery behaviours, but that alone will not change your attitude, your mindset or your beliefs around recovery. And repetition alone won't establish a firmly wired in recovery into your brain, as your brain won't recognise the value in repeating those things anymore. But if you can force yourself to feel really, really positive and fake it to make it if you must, When you're engaging in a new recovery behaviour or challenge, then your brain will sit up and take notice that that challenge is something worth noticing and even worth repeating. And as you do that, those recovery-focused neurons or brain cells with some positive emotion in there will wire together harder and faster, which is what you really want. So what I'm saying is, that if you can become a good actor or actress in your recovery and act with positive emotions as you take on recovery-focused behaviours and challenges, and I'm not saying you have to be an Oscar-winning performer here, but if you can act with positive emotions, then that can trick your brain. It will tell your brain that you are not scared of any food or situations that involve food. And if you can do so with a bit of a I'm doing this attitude, a bit of sassiness, a bit of feck it attitude, then your brain will notice. And if you can act like a person who loves nothing more than lying on your bed or couch with food all around you, watching Netflix, and just spending all day enjoying resting, chilling out and munching through packs and packs of food and pizzas and all other great things, then your brain will think, wow, this is something that's worth repeating. And if you can act like a person who is not afraid of weight gain, 
and act like a person who is confident in their body, even if you don't feel it, just act like that person, then sooner or later your brain will start to feel just a bit easier about weight gain. In fact, if you even act like the person who is not afraid to gain weight, not scared of anything that might entail, if you can really act like that person, with a positive spin on it, then sooner or later you won't need to act anymore because you will be that person and you will be that recovered, positive individual with the recovery and the life you want. So I hope that's helped give you something to think about today and you can go away now and take on more of your recovery-based actions today with a bit of a stronger positive spin on it all than you might normally. Go and be sassy, go and focus on being really positive and joyful about gaining weight and doing recovery right. And that's really going to help wire recovery into that brain of yours a bit harder and a bit faster. Have fun with it, have fun with recovery, because you can. If you want to know any more about my coaching services, you'll find me on hellybarns.com and otherwise I will speak to you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Feck It Fun Fabulous and Free Eating Disorder Recovery Podcast. Don't forget, eating disorder recovery doesn't have to be boring and doesn't have to be serious. Now go and grab yourself some food and have a fabulous rest of the day.